Batista. Welcome yeah. to Wellish. I'm so excited you're here. I'm excited. Yay! Peeling okay. back the onion. Yeah. <laughs> Peeling back the onion early. Amen. Walk us through a little day in the life of Serena Batista. Let's go with my gym days because those are like the fun days. All right. Um, so right now I only go to the gym twice a week for like gut health stuff. Um, but Mondays, let's just say for instance, I wake up around 7.30, sometimes 8, <laughs> <laughs> depending. I'm trying to go, I'm trying to wake up around 7, 6.37. I've been doing yoga. <gasps> same. Yeah, I've I mean, also been waking up at 6.37 and doing yay! yoga. We're the same. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I've been trying to just do more yoga, like 10 minute stretch, get mm-hmm. my body moving in the morning, mm-hmm. especially on the days where I don't work out. It's like, I need to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only go for so many walks in my neighborhood. Amen. That is literally <laughs> me. I swear to God, I stopped working out so much because I just like wasn't in the right headspace. So yoga was it. And then I was like, yep. all right, I'm going to go on walks. Which doesn't really happen all the time, but yoga right. does. So fuck it. I That's know. what we're doing. <laughs> um, so we're doing that. And I've been like adopting the slow morning. Mm-hmm. So just like being present in the morning. So I'm not trying to rush. Like, you know, whatever. Whatever I get done, I'm going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. If, if, if I don't get it done, it's not the end of the world. Preach into the choir. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we put so much stress on ourselves to get so much done in a day. And it's so unrealistic. Yes. Yeah, so as females. Completely. As females, for sure. And also just, I feel like both of us being people who are more overachievers. Like, we're people that have these goals in life. Yeah. And we're like, fuck. Like, I'm going to pile everything into as fast as I can. And it's just, yeah, it stresses you out. So yeah. I like At least the idea burnout, out, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> um, so then, what do I do next? I usually eat my breakfast. Usually, like, overnight oats, chia seed pudding, whatever go to the gym i'm at the gym for like an hour and a half sometimes two depending on how slow i want to take it but usually an hour and a half because on monday mornings i have meetings um i have a meeting at 10 a.m for work so i'm an online fitness coach um so it's super fun super rewarding and then depending on if i have any new clients to bring on i'll have like onboarding calls through the afternoons just like introduction kind of stuff but if not um i usually eat lunch like what am i trying to say I lost my train of thought. This happens all the time. <laughs> Again, preaching to the fucking choir. Yeah. I tried to do a live yesterday and I was like, yeah, I can't do this because <laughs> I literally like lose my train of thought every four seconds. No, literally, I'm all, like, so me and my um, boss slash friend, we do podcasts too every Wednesday. And what's we'll the be podcast talking. called? It's called Dream Body Playbook. Check it out. Where can you yes. check it out? <laughs> it can be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. What's the other um, anchor anchor? Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then there's like one other one. It's probably on, but it's on like all the streaming platforms. Sweet. Um, so we'll be talking and I'll, I'll be like saying something and it's like important. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. My <laughs> like my mind is like a million miles a minute. OK, rewind back to the onboarding calls. Then I go for a walk. Then I eat my lunch. Then I like whatever I'm feeling, maybe make some content. And then I have a group call at five and then I'm chilling for the rest of the night. So you're working 100 percent online, right? Oh, yeah. What kind of got you to that point? Did you ever work more of a nine to five job or were you, have you always been like, I know you were serving, bartending. So was it mm-hmm. just that and then online for you? Um, Kind of. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I always wanted to transition online just so I could have the freedom and flexibility of like traveling because it's like my main goal in my life is mm-hmm. to like travel the world. Like I don't care about anything else. I just want to see every country. And I know <laughs> you've seen a lot. So how many have you yeah. been to? 
10, I think 11. I could be wrong. It's somewhere around 10 or 11. That is literally so impressive. Yeah, and I'm only 25. So I've got like, how many countries are there in the world? Like 367. So I've got a lot to go. She's like, I actually know the exact number. I'm going to tell it to you now. <laughs> well, okay. In, it's, gonna, it's so silly. When I used to work at 9 to 5, well, it was more like 8 to 4 in college. <laughs> Um, I had two computer screens and I would get like everything done. Like I'm just like, well, I'm done with stuff. So what am I gonna do for the rest of the day? So one computer screen had my work on it and the other computer screen either had like coursework, homework, whatever, writing papers. Like I was doing all of that at work, getting paid for it. And if I didn't have any of that stuff to do, I would go on and I would, like find quizzes to complete. Like one quiz was like, name all the countries in the world. <laughs> oh my I God. I used to do those. Shit. I did those when I was a kid. My library had those. They were yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I guess every freaking country. <laughs> My favorite is um okay. I'm a big, big, big Drake fan. Like love him to death. And so one at the time was like name every single song of Drake's discography. <laughs> and so I would sit there and list every single song on every album like chronological order. I got this <laughs> shit. <I'm> like, yes. <laughs> when I meet him one day, he's gonna know that he's I gonna, know everything. I'm the biggest fan. <laughs> okay, like, I know. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, so what do you wish, you said, because you do health and fitness, obviously. Mm. So what would you say is one thing you wish people knew about health and wellness? Mm, that's a good question. I did not have an answer prepared. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> um, what's one thing I wish people knew? How much work you have to put in to reap the reward, but not in a, like, this is not in a negative way, like, not no. a bad way. It's like... If you do the work, you will see the reward. It's like 100% guaranteed, like 100% return on your investment, basically. Um, and I feel like a lot of people sometimes are scared to do the work or maybe they don't know how to do the work. That's and that's why they call you. Yeah, that's why you just got to <laughs> reach out for help, you know? Right. I like that. I feel like that almost correlates. That's what I think is so cool about fitness is that I feel it really correlates to just like life. That yeah. if you put the work in you're most likely going to get the results unless of course it's not something that's meant for you maybe you're going to be redirected at some point yeah but for the most part if you put the work in for something you really want you're going to get the results which totally correlates to fitness and I think yeah. that people like like you say just like don't put the work in that they actually should most of the time I feel like it is because they don't know how or right they just want to live a life full of alcohol and good food and <laughs> don't want to give it up <laughs> um Another point. I'm going to add on to it. Can Please. I? Okay. Yeah. I feel like people don't realize how much fitness correlates to your actual like day-to-day -day life. And it's like pretty sure like I don't know the actual percentages, but I feel like once people start getting into like the fitness world, fitness life, they love it. And it's like their life now. Mm -hmm. Right. And their whole life is just like changed. And they're so much happier and healthier and confident, obviously, because a lot of it is to do with looks. But it's a lot on the inside too i agree i think that because you are setting out to do something for yourself and obviously like there are physical like benefits to it like mm -hmm. not even just like what you look like i just mean like how well your heart works and all that kind of stuff yeah that obviously you're gonna feel better because you do it and then you feel more confident because you did so exactly. i agree for sure <laughs> what is your long-term goal for yourself like where do you see yourself ending up eventually what do you want your life to look like all of that good stuff well i told you before when i travel the world um so that's like number one on my bucket list um i want to own my own business in some way shape or form i don't know yet like what i want it to be um i am starting to like dabble more in content creation like 
seriously full time. So it might be something along those lines. Or I've been really into like digital marketing and stuff like that. So it might be like a digital marketing marketing agency or like social media management agency. Although like I do love fitness coaching, things along those lines. But um, I love my job. I love my boss. So I'm not going to like try to start my own fitness business because I'm already working for an amazing one. So why don't I just start something else on the side? <laughs> right. I think that the way you do it is really cool too, just because you don't have to put all the blood, sweat and tears into it. But you still like reap all the repercussions. Not that you don't put blood, sweat right, and tears right, right, into right. it, but you don't have to worry about all the back work. You can just show up and do what you're actually not that you're, again, not that you're not good at those things, yeah, but yeah, yeah. do what you're really good at. Because from the little bit of, that I heard when we sat there, it's like, you know what you're talking about and talking to all these clients and stuff like that. And I feel yeah. like you're wasting energy on something that maybe your strengths aren't in a lot of the time, not you specifically, but people in general, because they're trying to create something that maybe it's not the biggest picture thing that they're trying to create. They're good at the nitty gritty of it. Like you are, it seems. Yeah, that exactly. And I was thinking about that too. Cause I'm like, before I had started with her, like I was like working for another coach and I was like, okay, like I want my own business so bad. Like I want my own coaching business. I've tried, like I've had a business coach before, like stuff like that. And it just, for me, wasn't panning out at the time. And I feel like for me, I'm good at like talking to people, building the relationship, communicating the information in a way that they can understand it. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like the organization and the analytics and the data and the sales and all of that fun stuff, like granted, I mean, I'm always like up for a challenge and I'm working on like, upselling and reselling like sales now so it's a little bit easier it's like you know a lobby thing to you but like the actual like hard sell like i just am not like i don't know i I relate to that so i'm like i'm good at this part of it like other part like "Mm." (laughs) so it's like kind of like a perfect balance for me (laughs) for sure so give me some of what you would consider small wins or things that you do consistently that make you feel you are successfully getting yourself to your dream life let's say or just to Mm. that place that you want to eventually end up well, obviously, a big part of my life is, like, fitness and health, so always have to make sure I'm on top of that stuff. Um, protein, water, steps, gym, all that good stuff. As far as, like, consistency with other things, um, like I said, I'm doing the content stuff, so I've been trying to be more consistent on posting on TikTok. Networking has been like a big thing for me this year. It's just networking with more people in the online space, but also like here in Charlotte. Um, so that's kind of like what I'm focusing on right now to kind of get me to where I need to go in the long run. And then obviously always just being open to learning new things and studying and making sure like, okay, I know what I'm doing, what steps I need to take to get to the right direction. That's awesome. Those are all yeah. really good things. I also yeah. feel like you still make traveling a priority, which leads to your world-renowned traveler goal, too. Yes, I do. And so right now, actually, so I'm working on, like, a debt-free journey, too. Ooh. So I'm living with my grandparents. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to be able to be comfortable with that. Like, my ego was not letting me, like... Interesting. Did not want me to move in with them. Like, it's just like... Oh, I, especially from going from living on your own to having to go back to not almost relying on them be, to have a roof over your head. You're like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I, I went, moved back to my mom's for a little bit. So yeah. I relate. It's You're just like, like oh, damn it. Yeah. How like, did I okay, get here? Next time. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so that, but I'm still like a lot of my family's in New York and unfortunately I'm going to have to go back there a lot this year. When my, my uncle's having a baby my brother's getting married, like, so a little travel like with that, but oh man, I don't, 
Okay, I'm just going to say it. So I had this idea. I've been learning how to pitch to Airbnbs for UGC content. Oh, wow. So it's like you pitch them to have a free stay in exchange for content in order to help like grow their Airbnb business and get more bookings. And you can also do the same thing with hotels. That is so smart. So I'm really learning how to do that because then if I can get a free stay, I guess all I need to pay for is my transportation. Right. That's smart as fuck. Yeah. And then eventually like I've, I've read some stories of some people who have been really talented and like been doing this for a while. And like, they'll like get, um, a free stay, but they'll also get compensated on top of it as well. Mm-hmm. So, I, I feel like there's a way to do everything. Like, oh, a thousand percent. I, I follow those TikToks or just um, Pinterest boards and stuff like that of people talking about like travel to Bali for a dollar a day or whatever. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like, and I want to do that. I know, right? <laughs> like, I gotta figure that out. I just feel like it takes like a lot of work and a lot of research to fucking figure it out. But yeah. once you do, you know, it's like there's a way to do it. I feel like people are just lazy. Exactly. <laughs> you know? or- or I feel like it's a lot of times it's like not thinking out of the box a little bit. Yes, I agree. I think it's like um, not um, shit. What was I going to say? See, look, now I'm doing it. Now <laughs> train I lost of my train of thought. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. Um, oh, here's what I was going to say. I feel like a lot of the times people just expect for it to fall into their lap that they mm. expect that like one day they'll be able to travel. And Preach. So, yes. And so <laughs> I think that that's what's so cool about you is that you're like, well, I just want to do it. So I'm going to figure out how to do it now, whether it puts you in debt or it doesn't. You're like, fuck it. I, it's, I could die tomorrow. I want to be able to have a massage on the fucking beach in, in Greece, Greece like exactly. you did. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so cool. So I, I like that mentality for sure. Oh, thanks. Um, so what do you define success as for you individually? Like, what is my definition of it? Or what Yeah, like, what to you, like, what does success mean to you? What would it mean to you to succeed? Like, when do you feel like you'll have reached success? Mm, that's good, that's good, that's good. <sighs> okay, for me, I feel like it's more of a feeling and not a place. Like, I feel like a lot of times we as society, humans, whatever you want to call it, we attach like success to a certain like house, car, money, job, kids, family, travel, whatever it is. Um, and I feel like we're chasing and running and, you know, running in this race to try to get there. And then I feel like a lot of the times when people get there, they don't, they're just not happy like they thought they were going to be, or then they feel like they want more. So then they're again, in a, it's just like, we keep, yes. we, we have the bar in front of us and then we like, almost get to the bar we get to the bar and then we just extend the bar out farther like Mm -hmm. i don't get it i mean i guess yeah a challenge but like you can want more obviously yeah but like you can't throw away everything you can't substitute your life that you are living now for that eventual dream that you hopefully one day achieve exactly i agree with you and i think (laughs) the devil really is in the details um because it's like you're working if you're working at where you want to go every single day like we said about fitness you're like pretty much 100 percent guaranteed to get there i mean there might be some right. road bumps along the way sometimes you might not be able to give 100 percent. might have to be 50 percent, whatever um but consistency really like does take you farther and so for me like initially thinking about the question i wanted to say oh like when i'm debt free or like oh when i've been to the place but it's like again if i okay but what happens once i get there 
I love that. Like, what am what am I gonna feel like when I? How am I gonna feel when I get there? Of course, I'm gonna be overjoyed, but I feel like for me, I'm gonna be like, okay, like what's next? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, right. now that I'm debt free, like what else am I gonna like? I think that as humans too, we like always want to level up. So yeah. like until you're dead, you're always gonna kind of be like, okay, well I know that I'm capable of achieving that goal that I just accomplished. So how can I make that even better and do the next thing? Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So I think that that's a good thing to point out that yeah that's just the way it is so sweet and there's there's nothing wrong with wanting to do better and be better right it's like we just need to practice more gratitude for what we have yes for sure (laughs) (laughs) what is a question you often find you are asking yourself Mm, this is a good question who do i want to be i feel like i've battled a lot with not being two separate people and I'm, I'm doing air quotes if you can't see it, but, um, I feel like there's like this past version of me and there's like this new version of me and, you know, everyone falls into bad habits and, you know, has bad habits and does whatever kind of things, college experience for people right there in itself. Um, so it's like, I feel like as you're moving into adulthood and you're, you're growing and you're finding yourself, it's like sometimes you get a little stuck. Like I, yeah trying to fight off the bad habits to continue to adopt the new ones and i like what you say too about the old version of you because i think that a lot of us get stuck in the old version of you from like high school and being trapped in a building with all of these people that you're quote-unquote competing with all the time mm-hmm. that you don't get along with you're forced to kind of get along with like if you go to work people don't say well you're being bullied people don't treat you nice there yeah you know whatever else well sorry fuck you you have to go anyways like if people treated exactly. you that way at work that you wouldn't be made to go but because you're a kid you got to go so it's like you build up all of these I don't want to use the word traumas, but you build up all these traumas. Yeah. Yeah. And identify with them and learn that that's kind of build the habit that that's the way to do it. Right. Or like, that's how you are. Right. And you're stuck in that way for the first 18 years of your life. And then like, right, you're entering adulthood. You want to be this new person that you're like, oh, wait, (laughs) this is who I am. Slow down. Yeah. It's for sure. You could get stuck. That's interesting. And oh, it was when I was writing my ebook. Oh, okay. When we're born we're a blank slate Mm -hmm. like we are a blank slate but we've inherited you know genetics we've inherited like things from our families societal beliefs stuff like that and as we continue to grow and evolve as people we unfortunately also inherit things from society too and so it's like a continual undoing and unlearning of all of those things as you continue to grow and find yourself and be like the true nature of who you are Mm -hmm. yeah have you come to an answer to that question? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I want to be the new, vers- new version of myself. And I think that I'm doing a very, very good job of being that um, and just doing, like, remembering. Okay. I'm going to, like, put an addendum on my answer. Like, who do I want to be? And then what will my future self thank me for? Okay, that's a good one. I was listening to something today, actually, that said, um, think about when you're 97 years old. What are are you going to like look back at those questions? And I know me, too, because it's just like the little things that you stress about. You're like, that's not going to fucking matter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to remember that. Even if I don't die of Alzheimer's, I I won't remember it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Okay, so 
Tony Robbins. He's love him. Okay, good. He's Daddy <laughs> <So> Tony. <laughs> I feel like some people like think he's like cliche, but I love Tony Robbins. Okay, so he says that the only thing that keeps us from getting what we want is the story we keep telling ourselves in our head. So what is a story you used to tell yourself that you now realize was the thing that was holding you back? Mm. (laughs) Okay, so this was a story that was told to me by people in my life, or maybe it was not directly told to me, but I took it as them telling it, like, to me. But it was like, I'm not good enough, like, I can't accomplish these things. Like, I'm not capable of doing such and such and such, whatever it is. So what did you do, do you feel like, to overcome that? A lot of therapy. A lot of therapy. Um, That and, like, a lot of positive self-talk, affirmations, and journaling. Like, Mm -hmm. when I journal before bed, I wake up the next day, like, I agree. I fucking (laughs) agree with that. I feel like I've been doing a lot of manifestation journaling Mm. and I've loved it because it allows me to set up my days better because it's like, okay, so I wrote this manifestation of like what I wanted my day to have looked like. What can I do today to make my day (gasps) look like that? I love that. I love it so much. It's so cool. You have to teach me that. I fucking will. I'll send (laughs) you. Because I need to know. Okay. The whole thing was like making a manifestation for your whole year and like what you want to happen in the year. You sit down and you write like a memoir like as if it's already happened oh. to you and then you have a journal specifically for manifestations and every night you write before you go to bed what like happened to you today and yeah. like but it, it, maybe it didn't actually happen to you i typically like to use events that kind of happened but maybe just like oh, exaggerate them saying. or something like that yeah it's cool because yeah, it's like you're talking like you it's already happened right exactly yeah. and so then because you're doing that, you're realizing what it is you want, and then you're going into the next day, kind of setting yourself up for things mm. like that to happen. It's mm. cool. I like I'm it. Steal that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I love it. It's great. So tell us about a breakthrough that you had as a result of a failure. There's so many. <laughs> so many. Uh, um, okay. I got it. Failure was moving to Charlotte for the first time. Um, wow, I can't believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> that was part of the reason, like, why I was, like, so hesitant to move back to New York, like, when I needed to, because I didn't want to be seen as a failure, but... Oh, that's... I mean, I don't know, per se, if, like, the whole move was a failure, but trying to make it out on my own when I wasn't ready yet, um, and trying to just live life as this adult when I didn't even, one, really know who I was, I think that was, like... Yeah, that was, that was a failure. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. Like, Amen, girl. Say whatever. it out loud. It feels <laughs> good now. <laughs> I know. Freedom. <laughs> um, so that was like the failure, quote unquote, and realizing that I needed to heal myself and find myself before I could try to embark on this new journey in this new city. So the breakthrough was moving back home and finding God to lead me to where I needed to go yes okay yeah well that actually kind of correlates I think to my next question yeah it is so can you talk about a time so you I'm more of like a universe person but you're you're more religious correct yes okay so can you talk about a time that the universe or God for you redirected you and put you on the right path yes so it's so weird because I get I get like these deep intuitive messages which Again, if you want to correlate it as universe, you can. But, like, for me, I always correlated it as God. But I was struggling to, like, have that relationship with him. Like, I didn't know how to pray. I didn't go to church. I didn't read the Bible. Like, I was just like, I I don't know. Um, And so 
in my heart, like when I was trying to make the decision, I knew deep down, like I needed to go home. Like something in me was like, oh, you need to go to back to New York to heal. And I was just like, all right. Like <laughs> and then I ended up uh, being there. And that was in March of 2021. But then I didn't, I kind of got lost a little bit along the way. And I didn't, I wouldn't want to say I didn't hear from him again, but like it took me a while. And I, it wasn't until I started pouring all my energy into myself when I had a moment where like I actually heard confirmation from him on all the things that I wanted to do and then like intuitively knew like once I got to this point and how I got back to Charlotte for the second time mm-hmm. was um I heard him tell me like and not like a voice in my head like I'm not crazy <laughs> it was just like something like a thought that came to my mind but it wasn't like from myself if yes that makes sense. it was like okay your work here is done like you're ready to go back I always wondered what people meant when they said that. And when you and I first got together, I asked you that directly because you said that to me. And I was like, what does that mean? Tell me what that (laughs) means. And I swear to God, Serena, it changed my life. (laughs) Really? I swear to God. I'm so serious because that happens to me all the time. But like, not all the time, all the time, like those big breakthroughs like that. But it's like, oh my God that's what they mean like yeah. that means something and then i read i'm reading the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. <gasps> wait i'm reading that right now too. you are yes. shut up yes oh my yes. god we should have book club <laughs> can, wait can we yeah fuck yes we can okay then. <laughs> oh i'm so excited yes i love it it's so good i'm like annotating the whole thing because it's yes. like fucking so good yes. but oh in it god. i don't know if you've gotten to this part in it he says that we're like fucking insane for thinking that obviously that's not literally what he says but (laughs) that we're fucking insane for thinking that like our brains who are are, that are made up of like x amount of cells i don't remember what he used come up with all of these ideas from like all over the place like that we can come write six hundred thousand books that's there's more than that what chapter is that in it's one of the beginning not beginning beginning i'm about to start chapter two i think i think it's in chapter two Oh, I okay. think it's in okay. chapter two well, or three. Hang on. Let me do a lot of reading tonight and then we can have a book club. Yeah, <laughs> amen. I'm not that far yet. So yeah, I think okay. I'm maybe four or five. Okay. But um, yeah, he. but basically that same thing, that it's like there's got to be a higher power no matter what the fuck it is that you believe. There's something right. else out there that puts these ideas into our head. Yeah. And whether that's God, whether that's the Buddha, whether that's, you know, whatever. The universe. Right, right. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so do you think that, can you talk about a time that you were trying to accomplish something and then God gave you one of those little whispers and you were like, wait a second, that's not what I need to be doing. I need to be doing this. Is that the moving or do you have like a specific um, Yeah, example? let's talk about the moving because that's like the big one that happened for me. So it was like February of 2022 and I was like trying like, I just started pouring all my energy into content, like my Instagram, like whatever. I was like, I'm focusing on myself, TikTok, blah, 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 blah. Because for some reason, like I always knew that I was meant to be like something, if that makes sense. Yes, I relate to that. Not trying to be like, oh yeah, like I'm supposed to be Kim Kardashian. Like I'm not saying But you know, if the opportunity presents (laughs) itself. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well. Um, I wouldn't make a sex tape though. Amen, sister. (laughs) Okay, um, yeah, so I always knew that I was supposed to do something, like, significant. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what for the longest of times, and I felt like fitness was the, like, key driver to bring me there. And then once I started learning about, like, the online space, online coaching, all that fun stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm, I know that I'm, like, meant to change lives in this area. Um, but I feel like a way to get there is going to be through online coaching, online influencing, whatever you want to call it. 
I was bartending at the time, but I was also personal training in person. So it was not online yet. And I had been working at this for like good, like solid two and a half, three months now. And I go to this church event with my friend and this woman, like, don't know this girl. Her name was, Gen- her name was Genesis. Like, <laughs> of course, like the, re- <laughs> the rebirth, beginning of the Bible. <laughs> Love I like, it's just so funny. Like, it's ironic. Yeah. But she came up to me and she was like, you need to leave your bartending job. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, are you sure? Like, was she, did you know her? Or no, she was just some random woman no, that walked up to you and said that? How could you not listen? Like you would literally, wait, wait, wait. Did she know you bartended? Okay, so she knew that. It okay, like, okay. I was yeah. like, wait, whoa. <laughs> yeah, because if that was the case, I would be like, whoa. All right, I'll quit now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my friend Allie, so she invited me. I was not going to go. I wasn't supposed to go. I was in some random church basement. And she, go, she goes, oh, my God, Serena. Like, she was freaking out. Like, she had stuff going on with her parents at the time. She was like, just keep an open mind. Like, this lady's already been saying all this stuff that sh- is crazy. Like, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So we go in. She's talking to her. I'm, like, doing my own thing, like, trying to get into the message and stuff. And then she turns to me. She's like, hey, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm Genesis. What do you do? Like, how's your relationship with God? Da, 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 da. Like, I tell her. I'm like, you know, it's not really there. I'm working on it. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I want to have one, but I'm, I'm struggling. And she goes, okay, so you're a personal trainer and a bartender, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, I just want to tell you something that God told me to tell you. She's like, it's going to sound a little crazy. I'm like, what? She's like, you need to leave your bartending job. I'm like, I'm like, oh. You're like, girl, do you know how much money I make? Yeah, no, but I'm like, girl, like, I'm making like five grand a month right now. Like, I do not need to leave this job. Like, it's the, the best I've been in a while. <laughs> I'm like, taking trips. I just got a new car. Like, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. She's like, yeah, like, God just really has something else for you. And he knows that you've been working and you've been trying. And he sees that and he wants to give it to you. It's just like, she's like, you just can't be serving life on one hand and serving death on the other. And I was like, wow oh. at the time i was like i don't think it's that serious but then i thought about it i'm like really whoa that took a second for that to fucking sink in for me that's crazy yeah it took a second for me to sink in too but i'm just like hmm. and then after that i was like you know what because oh my god it was so crazy so <laughs> after like that all this talk and we like listened to the message she came took me to the side she was like we're gonna do this exercise it's called like um Oh, man, it was the four R's. I wish I remember what the four R's now at the, at the top of my head, but I don't. And she was like, I need you to just, like, repeat after me. You know, we're going to go through an exercise, and you're going to, like, I'm going to say, like, I forgive, and you're going to say the person's name, and then whatever I say after that, you repeat after me. So I'm like, all right, cool. I ended up saying four people's names, and for every single person, she said, I forgive them for such and such and such. And it was exactly how the person had hurt me. What? And she didn't know this about what? me. Like, it was, it was like, I forgive you for, or like, I forgive you for being abusive to me and not giving me like what I needed and not being, and making you feel like you weren't good enough. And like, da, 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 like for every single person. That's and I'm just like, nuts. that's fucking And nuts. I was bawling my eyes out. Cause I'm like, how does she know this yeah (laughs) okay so it kind of reminds me almost of like a psychic and i know it's not the same thing but like 
Oh, dude, I, I always thought, I think it's funny that, because I like psychics, I've never been to one, but I just like I'm the scared. concept of it. <laughs> I know. Well, to me, they can be more con artists, and That's true. compared to Genesis, That's true. sounds like she's got her fucking head on her shoulders, she knows what she's <laughs> fucking doing. But, um, not, again, not all of them are, and I, but I think the issue with them that I always fucking think is that they give general answers like for example mm, very my, yeah like my aunt went to one she had just got out of a divorce and so she was like okay i'm gonna go to a psychic just to like tell me what i was supposed to do with my life and they, she said say yes to everything and it's kind of like very generic no shit however a couple days later her friend asked her if she wanted to go to their high school reunion that she normally would have said no to but she said yes she met her husband and has now been married to him for 15 years has two kids all this stuff so it's like but what i like about genesis is like how fucking specific she was for you and like to like that just kind of proves that kind of stuff like the thoughts that pop into your head and all of that yeah okay um have you experienced a time you identified with a failure and allowed it to consume you and tear you down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All of them. Girl. <laughs> yes. Um, man. My, okay, I have a huge ego. I really do. It sucks. I'm a Leo. What can I do about it? <laughs> there it is. I'm a true Leo. My, my son and my rising are both Leo. My sister is exactly the same. That's and my, hilarious. And my moon is Aquarius, is so it? I'm emotional <laughs> as fuck. I think she's all three. She's Leo. She's a little intense, yeah. Wow. I wish, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just, like, huge ego. And I really think the first time when I had to move back from Charlotte back to New York, I really just like let it eat me alive Mm -hmm. and i was just like like i just don't want to be seen as a failure people are gonna think i'm a failure and i mean i kind of had covid on my side because my mom's like well you know covid and if covid never happened you'd probably still be living there blah 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 but the reality is i don't know if i'd still be living there if covid never happened like i don't know and it's easy to be able to use that. To, right. I'm going to COVID. Right. Was it really COVID? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you experienced a time you chose to take failure as a lesson instead of identifying with it and allowing it to consume you like you did then? Yes. Let's hear it. <laughs> I got better at this. Um, okay. So straight up debt-free journey. Lots of financial things going on just because I lost my job back in August and it was like very sudden. And so I was like, fuck. Um. So the failure in that was like, okay, like I was fitness coaching online and I was like, wow, like maybe I'm not meant to be a fitness coach. And for a minute, I kind of let it identify me. But then I'm like, you know what? Like, we're just going to take this and learn from this. Like, rejection is redirection. Like, yes. Like, that is God's protection for me. Mm -hmm. Clearly, I was not meant to be working with this lady. She was nuts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to this, sorry, not sorry. if you ever listen um so it's like okay i learned that that's not what i don't want to be like and so now how can i like move forward and then you always repeat the same lessons until you learn them so this is not the first time i found myself in a financial strife so i'm like okay serena you're gonna keep repeating this whole like ground level starting from zero shit if you keep on the same path Mm -hmm. so i'm like really taking that as a lesson and refocusing and like actually creating a plan this time yeah sweet i love that and i like that you say creating a plan like because i think that a lot of the time people that allow them to could allow it to consume them 
decide that the things that happened to them in their life they're going to identify with like you could have left charlotte the first time and been like oh okay so i guess i'm just gonna stay in new york forever and live with my mom and i suck and everybody's gonna know that about me and i'll just get a fucking whatever job and i'll just sit at home and do that and cry and play victim the whole time or right you can look at it big picture and say if I continue to do the same exact thing over and over again, it's not going to get me anywhere. So why did I fail the first time? What can I do to get back down there and try to make it better? Even if that includes living with your grandparents, like that still is a step in the right direction to get you more financial freedom. You are not what happened to you. Like for me, like I could, I, I mean, I don't identify with my abusive relationship anymore. I am a survivor. I'm not, I wouldn't want to say I'm a victim. I'm a survivor because I'm moving forward from that. Yes. Um, I mean, it's obviously it's not like an easy thing. And I was just fucking making realizations last night about how the trauma that I went through through this relationship still affects me to this day. And yeah. it's been like almost three years that I've been out of it. Same but like, boat. I get it. You know, so it's like I could choose to identify with that and just be upset and like close myself off from people and men and things along those lines. But how am I ever going to be better or learn or have what I actually desire if I don't practice putting that into play yes that makes sense yes i like that too that you're practicing putting it into action because Mm -hmm. like even if you do fuck it up like you still are learning that like with the mini fuck ups like you had the big failure okay so does this work nope okay won't do that does this work nope okay won't do that until you fucking figure it out you got to try a hundred things until you can finally be successful it only takes one time yep but yep. it takes yep. more and failure. It's just like fitness. <laughs> right. It's a trial and error process with fitness and not like the bullshit stuff. But it's like <laughs> trial and error of like, okay, like what foods fit your routine? What yeah. foods do you like? Yes. Blah, 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 et cetera. What supplements work for you? What pre-workout might work for you? Right. What gym time works for you. What exercises do you like better? Mm-hmm. Things along those lines. Because so, if you don't figure all of that out, it's not going to pan out for you. You're not making it sustainable. Yes. And you're just going to spin your wheels and just yo-yo diet right 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 (laughs) Uh, yes (laughs) um how do you cope with negativity so negativity in the sense of like you're having a bad day something or something really bad happened to you something like that what is your like go-to way of coping with it Mm. i'm working on this stuff not gonna lie i'm working on it (laughs) um going for a walk i'm gonna say now that and like journaling and for me praying Mm-hmm. reading the bible and when i first started going to church like people do worship songs like that's like 30 minutes of the service and i used to hate it i'm like <laughs> well not hate it but i used to be like oh like, this is so long like i just want to hear the message i want to hear what god's saying to me but now i'm like enjoying the freaking song <laughs> singing on i'm like yeah i was I just gonna say she's like sing it exactly. <laughs> and I, went, I went to on friday I went to um, Elevation had like their live recording for their new album Mm -hmm. and freaking Maverick City Music was there and I was like living. I met some girls because I went by myself. I was like, hey, like we're going to be friends for the night. And so I I had (laughs) so much fun like dancing my little heart out. That's it was like awesome. a concert. It was That's so fun. fucking awesome. I feel like you can gain so much. Like I like I fucking sing my heart out constantly, yeah, especially sing, like if I'm man. feeling anxious, I like put music on and sing because I've decided that I cannot think and sing at the, the same, same time. time. So yes. <laughs> I sing out loud to stop the anxiety. I love that. <laughs> yes. Singing, dancing, like, I love your that. body. Yes, I like that a lot. I feel like when you are having bad days, a lot of the time my previous 
mistake that I would always make is like I would be like okay so it's bad so what can I do to make it better and then like I'd make it worse because I was like fucking plowing through a bad day trying to make it better right but like you have to just like accept it as it is and be like all right you know what today isn't it today (laughs) isn't it i'm just gonna take a step back and i'm gonna go fucking sing a song (laughs) exactly (laughs) um do you want to hear a mic drop absolutely okay no matter how bad your day starts you can always choose to end it good it's, yeah. true. it's true because you like can start your day over at any time literally yes oh my god okay correlating it we're going back Love to it. fitness again <laughs> with eating that every meal you have you have a new opportunity to eat yes! better oh my god and i hate that people don't think that like people are like oh so i had a pop tart for breakfast so i guess i should eat b-dubs for lunch and chipotle all for dinner or nothing all or nothing yes and it's not like that yeah irritates me. Right amen right <laughs> <laughs> um okay so how do you correlate embarrassment and failure? Mm. I feel like they're one and the same. Not that they're one yeah. and the same, but like with your Charlotte or yeah, with your Charlotte example and moving back, yeah. you don't want people to view you as a failure because essentially, right? It's embarrassing like, as fuck. Right? And like that's what, I don't want to say that's what failure is because obviously like you feel your own failures, but right. I feel like 50% of it or a, at least a big part of it is like other people seeing you fail and you're like <laughs> mm. oh okay so the people that all didn't believe in me I proved them right cool that's cool it makes me feel good so I kind of had this realization too that because I was so scared of being seen as a failure from moving back and da 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 whatever I'm back in my hometown when I said I never was going to be <laughs> <laughs> what well, wasn't necessarily in my hometown but like home, <laughs> she's like I didn't home, totally fail home city but you know um And I realized, like, I was afraid of their judgment. But the only way to receive judgment from other people is if you're judging yourself first already. I love that. I love that. It's so true. Because, like, if you, again, like, going back to the identification, like, if you're identifying with that, like, if I say to you, Serena, your blue hair looks fucking ugly. You're going to be like, you're insane. I don't have blue hair. Like, you're not, right. it's not going to hurt your feelings. Right. Or if I sit here and I say something super mean to you in French, like, it's not going to matter because you don't know what, how, like, what it means. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. It's like once you're already, maybe that's not the best example, the French example. But I mean, like, but I could say, what do you mean? You can make it up. Like, oh, exact- yeah, you look so great today, but, like, really, you're saying some Exactly. Bullshit. Like, if you are a talkative person and I say, like, oh, you're shy, but you, like, like that you're a talkative person, you know that that's who you are, then, you know, you're going to be like no I'm not like that's weird but like if it's something you're insecure about somebody might be like oh my god am I talking to that I don't want to do that and so like I I agree with you like I think that I like the way you worded it though that you're not say it again you're not judge unless you judge yourself first yeah so in order to receive judgment from somebody else you have you judge yourself first yeah I like like that you're judging if you're fearing judgment of other people it's already because you're already judging yourself anyways Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah that's cool do you ever find yourself dealing with perfectionism? I want to say no. I feel like it's gotten a lot better. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm just like, all right, like right, I'm just going to get done what I can get done now. Like, for instance, my UGC TikTok. Like, if you go and look on it, I started a whole new TikTok account. Um, it's not growing as fast as I had hoped or wanted, but, like, whatever. And so on the account, I make, like, videos every day, like, green screening, like, my notes. Like, okay, here's what I got accomplished today as, like, you do micro influencer 
to UGC Crater. And I read, like, a little list. And I'm like, you know, like, this day I didn't get that much done. But, like, it's whatever. I'll get to it tomorrow. And I feel like adopting that mindset has been a lot better for me and my anxiety. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you think it was a process then, it sounds like? Or have you always been like that? Have you always kind of been like, okay, I can take a step back? No, it's been a process. What do you think was the major thing in making that switch? For me, when I lost my job in August, I was tying my identity and my self-worth to money so much. I think it's because I was making so much money as a bartender. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm living my life, doing whatever. Um, And so I identified with that so much. And I was like, oh, man, like, my boyfriend's going to break up with me. Like, I have to live with my grandparents. Like, I'm a fucking failure. Like, all this stuff. And then, like, I had gotten, I had to take out a loan to pay some of my bills. And there was a couple of times where I was late on bills or late on rent or whatever. And I was like freaking out. I was so anxious. And then it happened. And I was like, oh, I'm not dead. Like being late on a couple of bills, I'm not going to die. Like I have, like I was having the money to pay it, but it was just like I was a little behind. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. Like I wasn't like dead broke on the home verge of homelessness right but it was like okay like i'm a little sh- anxious and stressed out because i've never like been this late on bills before but then i was like what's the worst that's gonna happen like isn't that incredible too how easy it is to it turn it so off so freeing right like i think it's so funny because i was always the same way that i would get so fucking hyper about everything and i was always so angry at people for telling me that it was just as easy as not and that's why that's one of the biggest reasons i started wellish was because it's like yeah well because it's like that's not a fucking answer like how am i supposed to fucking just turn it off but like you know like when you're younger and people are like how do you kiss a boy and it's like (laughs) you'll just know when you get there it's like one of those kind of things and it's just like when you're in that situation you'll figure it out and when you get to a point that you're like fuck this bro like i can't keep living like this it'll just turn off Oh my God, Eckhart Tolle. I was about to say, <laughs> yes, I was about to say, he just talked about that. Which part was it? It was the beginning part where he was like, you have to be in the state of being and you have so many thoughts all the time and you have to become the watcher, not the thinker. Because yes. you're a slave to your brain. If yes. you're not. He yeah. said at a later part, he says, sit, he said, try this exercise. So if you're at home and listening to this, you can try it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> but ask, okay, so sitting there, closing your eyes and asking yourself, okay, I I wonder what my next thought will be and waiting for that next thought to come. And then you sit there in silence and it takes a really long time for that thought to actually pop up if you're actively thinking like, I wonder what my next thought will be because you have the ability to, you know, turn your mind off. It doesn't have to be racing all the time. And I talked about this last week on here is that compulsive thinking is actually an addiction. And we train our brain to compulsively think and we train it to the point that we've made that our new normal like we think that that's normal now and it's not so you're on to something i cannot wait to see how my life changes again what does resilience mean to you the ability to get knocked back down and stand back up do you identify with like being resilient Mm -hmm. yeah this is a funny moment so last night at bible study we're all going around introducing ourselves like, oh, you know, my name's blah, blah, blah. This is my favorite flower. So I was like, hmm, what flower is mine? I have a lotus flower tattooed on me. So I was like, I'm going to pick a lotus flower. And I was like, there's a symbolism behind it. I don't know what it is. I was like, let me look it up so I remember. I looked it up. 
it's sta- it's like symbolism because it's stands for purity because it is a flower that rises from the mud without stain Mm -hmm. like time and time again and i'm like Mm -hmm. that's my flower that's me baby like Uh i love that that so many times and i have no stains on me what a good thing to have tattooed on you you didn't even know that's so awesome i got it at the time but i I don't remember what i got it for at the time i just really really liked it and my tattoo artist like hand drew it so it's really cool um, but because I, I knew it stood for something, mm-hmm. but I just didn't remember what. Yeah, right. Well, and look at that, fucking putting you on the right path to get it's something that really well, meant the only something person to you. Said lotus flower, okay? Right, only that's one. sick. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel that resilience is really glorified, and that failure is really looked down upon. Mm-hmm. But one of the funniest fucking things is that you obviously cannot be resilient without failure. Yeah, failure means mm-hmm. that you ha- you are going out there and putting yourself out there yeah. and trying to do the things that are going to make you successful. And then you're resilient because you have to do that in order to achieve anything in life. Otherwise, you're just gonna sit there and be miserable about the life that you have so how do you think that somebody becomes more resilient because i think that um like what what does somebody have to do in order to gain resilience because i think it's so easy to fail and then allow that to consume you i think it's a practice like you said Mm -hmm. to get to that point so what do you think people need to do in order to achieve that just do it like i know it's so simple and so cliche but that's why nike is my favorite brand you just have to do it <laughs> um but big believer in taking action yeah like you kind of have to put your feelings aside taking action to get to where you want to go how do you think people should internalize or perceive failure i think they should be more excited about it because it's like you're kind of on the right path um it's kind of like those things where it's like Oprah Winfrey got denied from a bunch of jobs and now she's Oprah Winfrey. Yes. And like a- same thing with like Abe Lincoln and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's like Michael Jordan got fucking cut from his eighth grade basketball yes, team. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like you you know you're just going to continually get better each time after you fail. I feel like I kind of talked about this, but I what, one of my biggest problems was that I used to think like, I, I have an issue with perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And so... I used to constantly think that if I didn't carry something out until the fullest extent, Mm. that that meant that I failed. Um, And I needed to carry it out exactly as I fucking planned. Otherwise, it meant Mm. that I didn't do it. And again, I failed. So when do you think it's okay for somebody to accept defeat and quit? Because obviously, you don't want to just try something for two seconds and quit. But when do you think is an acceptable time to be like, you know what, maybe I need to redirect? When your heart's not in it, and especially if it's not in it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I kind of have the opposite problem. Like, I had a problem trying to commit to things, and I went, I tried to start a drop shipping company once, I tried to do this once, and, like, just was, like, moving on. I kind of had shiny object syndrome, not going to lie, but <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, whatever. It's fine. Um, but I think, like, it's it's one of those things where it's, like, you'll just know. Like, for me, like, I knew I had to go back home and heal. It's, like, just listen for that voice or that thought that is not really your thought. Because it'll come up and you'll be like, oh, that is not me. (laughs) Yeah, right. Where did that come from? Right. Um, And so, yeah, just being still and being present, listening for that. I think that a trick is that if your thoughts don't align with your emotions, that Mm. if you feel inside of you that it's not the right thing, 
that's the answer even if your thought says that and if you don't believe me think about literally any relationship that you tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to make fucking work and you know this is the reason we're supposed to be together and you're like looking for fucking things like you used to look and scout out for like tweets and anything yeah. that i could see that would be Same. like oh we are supposed to be together but you kn- you fucking know inside of you that it's not true yeah 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 <laughs> it happens it's fine is it possible to fall in love with failure? And what does that look like? <sighs> yes. I w- am not quite at that point yet, so I'm not going to like. But I do think it's possible because mm-hmm. look at all of the successful people or quote unquote what we measure as success in today's society people. And they probably had to fail a million times before getting to where they actually are now. Like mm-hmm. we just talked about Michael Jordan, Oprah Winfrey, all of those people. Right. Um. And I think, like, we let fear overtake us Mm -hmm. when it comes to failure because of the embarrassment, the judgment, maybe the guilt, shame, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But love is the most powerful emotion of all and allows you to transcend everything. Right. Um, And so pouring your love into that. Right. Like, because I think that that's a different type of statement, like not accepting and being okay with failure, but like loving it, I think is like a big thing. And I like what you say. You have to, like, almost want it to happen. To submit to it. Yeah. Ex- yes. And people don't want to submit. Things. Yes, exactly. And the way that you do it and not fucking hate your life is by saying, okay, I'm going to use this as a tool. Yes. I'm going to take this and I'm going to say, what is this teaching me? Where is this redirecting me? What am I supposed to be doing? Why did I fail? What could I do better? Yeah. And using that, and that's almost how I, I feel you can yeah. fall in love with it because you're like, oh, fuck. I failed. Okay, now I got a new idea of what to do. I'm not aimlessly doing stuff. Right. And just because, and again, like, it it goes back to the whole thing for money with me. Mm -hmm. If I fail at something, I'm not going to die. I mean, unless I'm, like, doing a stunt or something. No, right. But I know what you mean. But, like, trying a new adventure or going to a new place or meeting a new person, like, okay, well, what's what's the worst that could happen? Right. Pretty much. Like, realistically speaking, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? Not the whole, like, oh, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and then, you know, that spiral of thoughts that you yes. get. No, but the absolute, like, realistic truth of what's the worst is going to yes, happen. Yes, I agree. If you could give one message to the entire world, what would it be? The world is yours. That was quick. Uh, because it's been on my tip of my tongue I for this whole time. I love that. And that is, like, my signature saying. That the world is yours. So I was like, I already know his answer. Fuck <laughs> yes. I love that. That's a good one. Yeah. Where can people find you? Um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. What's your tag? At underscore S-E-R-R-A-Y-Y. So at Sarai. Sweet. Sounds good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank I really you for appreciated you. Me.